Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <gasps> yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. So now it's time to turn it up, surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape, definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes. It's the mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip but he really could have devoured him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we got to change the uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. And this is episode 335, ladies and gentlemen, Pancakes and Power Slam show. I am Chris Featherstone. Indeed, indeed, indeed. We're going to have some fun tonight, just like we do every night, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get right into it. Weekly interview this week is going to be uh, somebody who was very villainous when I remember watching him in the early to mid-90s. Uh, he uh, was uh, very slimy, very slithery, uh, and, and he really he really encompassed uh, just the uh, the heart and soul of a heel manager, something that's a, something that's a very lost art nowadays in modern professional wrestling in 2018 uh you know 25 years ago managers they they meant something they were there to uh create and generate more heat uh sometimes more pop sometimes there were baby face managers but a lot of the managers were heel managers that are some of the greatest uh this person is definitely on the list uh one of the most popular managers of all time uh, just with his long list of uh, of names that he uh, was able to help uh, mold and shape throughout his managerial career. He was a wrestler before, and we'll get into it in the interview. Uh, Colonel Robert Parker's on the on the uh, on the show tonight. 
And after that, we got a lot to talk about with uh, Roman Reigns, with Matt Hardy, uh, Taylor Hendricks. We'll talk about that, too. Braun Strowman's heel turn on Raw. We'll talk about that as well to see uh, how people react to it. Uh, and then, of course, the flavor of the week this week, we're doing another fan's choice by popular demand. The fan's choice this week is the best 90s Intercontinental Champ. Last week we did 80s. Uh, last uh, This week we're going to do best 90s Intercontinental Champion who was never WWE Champion. Still in tournament style, still drawing names uh, for the fans, the live fans, to be able to make the decision uh, via tournament style who was the best champion, uh, Intercontinental Champion in the 1990s who never managed to win the WWE Championship. It's going to be fun tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I enjoy the interview from Colonel Robert Parker. We'll be back on the other side. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Featherstone, as always, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. Episode 334 is a very, very interesting, interesting interview with a legend in the business, one of the uh, most charismatic managers. Uh, he definitely had an illustrious wrestling career in the Memphis Territory, but a lot of people within the past, I'll say 20 or so years, 25 years, know him as one of the most uh, villainous, cunning, conniving, uh, clever managers uh, that uh, the, the, the pro wrestling business has, has seen. A very, very interesting character. I remember watching him in WCW uh, as a very conniving character that you just wanted to get your hands on a lot of times, but he would just slip away and he would just make so, so many people upset. But at the same time, ladies and gentlemen, he is a legend in the business. He is Colonel Robert Parker. How are you tonight, sir? Well, I'm doing fine, Chris. Great to talk with you this morning. You know, after that introduction, you just gave me there, you know. Uh, you could have said that this guy here has uh, managed and promoted more Hall of Famers than any manager or promoter in professional wrestling history. Mm. You know what? That's a really good point. I mean, that's a, let's let's name some names. You've managed uh, Steve Austin, right? Uh, you've managed uh, Booker T. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, yep. Um, yeah. McFoley, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, I've touched on a lot of guys' uh, uh, ability to get some place in this business. I've promoted several really big stars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I remember you. It's funny because I remember watching you in the early uh, WCW, around 93, is when I first got hip to Colonel Robert Parker. And, um,. It's funny because I actually kind of backtracked. I started watching wrestling, say, probably about 85 or so, 84, 85. And uh, I started backtracking a bit. Uh, last year, I binged to watch. Uh, I just I just had Jeff Jarrett on my show, too, someone who you're also acquainted with. 
uh, you were uh, at a point of time, yep. Um, I had him on my show recently, and I was talking to him about as far as just last year I binge-watched hours of the Continental Wrestling Association because I knew about Continental. I watched a little bit of Continental before uh, as, a, as a younger uh, child, but uh, I really didn't get into the Memphis Territory uh, wrestling as much as I wanted to. So last year, I binge-watched hours and hours and hours of CWA, and you were one of the you were one of the most villainous tag team wrestlers and, and singles wrestlers in the Continental Territories. Uh, just to let the listeners know, just in case they don't know about Colonel uh, uh, Robert Parker, who was Robert Fuller, the wrestler in the Memphis Territories. Just kind of bring people up to speed about Robert Fuller, the wrestler, before we get into the manager. Well, uh, you know, I come from a wrestling family. That's my grandfather, Roy Welch. Uh, my real name is Welch. And uh, my father, Edward Welch, he wrestled with Buddy Fuller. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he had uh, over 40 years with, with my grandfather, myself, and my dad. We got nearly 150 years of wow. wrestling uh, background. And so, you know, there's, there's, there's so many things that don't know about my brother and I. We actually ran uh, the, the Continental Wrestling uh, Company mm-hmm. out of Alabama for about 10 years. We actually started Paul Hogan, uh, actually taking his first money he ever made. Wow. Wrestling. He worked for us as Terry the Hulk Hogan. Yep. And uh, we brought in his half brother, uh, Eddie Boulder. They were the Bolays. Yeah. So we just ran so many guys through that continental wrestling organization that that went on to New York to become Hall of Famers that you know, I take credit for them as well. Yeah. Now what was it that you saw in Hulk Hogan that you that was worthy to become uh, a star. Now, it's funny because you talked about him in Memphis, and a lot of people don't know that, that he, he worked in the Alabama, and, and, and well, he worked in the Continental and Memphis territories. Um, you know, that was some of his very infancy-type uh, wrestling uh, experience. And then, of course, uh, a lot of people still don't know that he wrestled uh, up in uh, Minnesota as well for the AWA uh, before being acquired to WWE. Uh, now, we and and he had a he had a, he had a stint in WWE as well, managed by Freddie Blassie. Uh, we you know, a lot of people a lot of people are so used to the you know eighty four eighty five Hulkamania, but so for for someone who works specifically with Hulk Hogan from a promoter standpoint, what was it in Hogan that you saw that uh, end up being you know one of the the most popular wrestlers of all time? Uh, two of my guys sat down and had a 15-minute conversation with him. I saw money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, as a promoter, I uh, saw this good-looking young fellow, this incredible body, outstanding uh, old mic. That he's a great, great speaker. That uh, we we brought him into uh, in, into our mobile territory down there. And, uh, what we call in the wrestling very green. Mm-hmm. He needed to, to get 
get a lot of uh, uh, time, sports time in the rain to get his, his act together. We had some great guys who you know, went on, uh, uh, Daddy Beckham, that went on to work for a fence in, in his school in Ohio. That when he worked for us at that time, we just kind of, we just married guys who come in like Hogan and great big guys that had great uh, possibilities. Mm-hmm. Just put them with these guys that were just great workers in the ring. And, uh, and give them some more time mm-hmm. to get them up to par where they where they could uh, do their job and do it right. But I know when Hogan came in, we had to look at him, and it was 10 weeks we had him in our territory. And he was, like I said, very green. And we brought in Harley Race, world champion, and, and uh, we had to go outside into a baseball, uh, into a football park because we didn't have a building in Dalton, Alabama big enough to hold the people. Wow. We had the farm center there that would seat probably 5,000, 6,000 people. But we had to, you know, we, we took this green guy and uh, the people just fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. It was instant. And so we, uh, you know, I was right. That's all. I saw money in the guy and it was there. And I said, you know, I, when, when he got the opportunity to go to New York and I knew the contract was so good for him, I hated to lose him because, you know, we, we had a lot of money tied up in him. Yeah, but uh, but I was glad to see him get that break in his time and move on and see the, the talent that, uh, that he became. Yeah, uh, and you're right. I mean, he's definitely one of the best promo guys, personally, I believe, you know, of all time. Um, you know, unfortunately, was in, has been involved, you know, in, in, some, uh, in some other uh, newsworthy things that aren't as uh, glamorous and, and, and positive, um, you know, and hopefully... Uh, me as an African-American journalist, you know, I have a specific take in that as well. And, and hopefully we can all get this cleared up and all the uh, Hulkamaniacs can, uh, worldwide can all uh, reunite together and, and have a, a big party. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of people don't realize uh, that, you know, what a great guy Hulk is that, you know, if anybody that's been in a restaurant with him an autograph, and a load, and, you know, he wasn't one of these guys who say, ah, now you're, uh, you know, don't bother me, or he wasn't that type of guy. Mm-hmm. Great guy, in and out of the ring, and he was, uh, uh, you know, he's a very, very close friend of mine, I think, an awful lot of That's good. You know, I've had an opportunity to touch, like I said, on so many guys that uh, have to have uh, a, a good impact on their careers and i've been very proud of that yeah that's awesome now you talk about your uh you, you talk about hogan being such a, a mic uh worker good promo worker that was something that we saw within you as colonel robert parker uh transitioning into a manager uh now what was the idea behind you saying okay let's start a managerial career and it's and it's interesting because a lot of people who've watched wrestling over the past, you know, twenty five years or so, know you more as a manager than a wrestler. Yes. Yes. Are you there, Chris? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I thought I'd lost it. No, uh, you know what? I I, uh, I, I had uh, had a what I I think is a very good career in the ring. And I kind of had thought about maybe retirement, and particularly from the ring. And, and I went uh, to work in Cincinnati with my brother who owned the Cincinnati Cyclone Hockey Team. Mm-hmm. And I went there to, to, to do uh, 
uh, work for him and, uh, and, and management of his company. And uh, and I got a call from from Sid Richards, and I had uh, also been a, uh, uh, you know I had started Sid the business, so he kind of owes me one. And he asked me would I like to go to Atlanta with him uh, to WCW as a colonel manager. show he's been on this show before yeah i've I've followed i followed jake for quite some time oh yeah yep absolutely people people in wwe A lot of people in WWE know him as Jack Swagger, uh, who he, uh, Rob Parker is uh, is, ho- is managing now in, in, in MLW. Uh, before we get to, uh, let's get to MLW. Before I, we get to MLW, uh, I do want to ask you this: uh, the time that you were in WCW, how was the backstage environment altogether, in your opinion? Okay. Mm. I had to work with it. So, so uh, you know, other than that, 
well normal that the guys, uh, uh, for the most part, try to work together to get along, but there are these cases where it doesn't work well. And, uh, and I, I was there in a couple of cases in Kentucky with Vader that didn't work well, and I saw a couple of fights back in the dressing room. Mm. That's not something you see very much of, uh, but, uh, but you know, you can get the right crew together, so the guys are all tough. They're all decked up in the gym every day and all steroided up as far as, but not steroids, but just, just that, uh, that aggressive mm-hmm. uh, thing that you get. The So let's get into MLW. Uh, you've got it, it's it's really interesting because you were a part. Of, if I'm not mistaken, you're a part of the 1994 War Games, right? Uh, with with the stud stable. Um, yeah, that was very interesting. <laughs> I wound up uh, entering up at the end of the, at the end of the ring at the match. Uh, I wound up in the ring with with a figure four of me and the matching boys taking turns dropping elbows. Yep. And if you've ever been in the figure four, it's you know it's not a it's not a hold that you can really do without some pain. Right. So Hood Dusty got my leg, you know, stretched uh, out in the figure four, and I'm, I'm in some pain with that. I'm having to lean forward a little bit in order to take the pressure off my leg. And then those, those nasty boys, both weighing around 300 pounds, dropping the elbows on me. And, uh, that'll be a time I won't forget. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And for those who don't know, um, uh, Robert, Colonel Robert Parker, he led a, a very infamous uh, uh, faction or stable called the Stud Stable in the WCW uh, early to mid-90s. Um, and 1994, he was a part of a War Games with his stable, Bunkhouse Buck, Arn Anderson, Terry Funk, uh, and they went against uh, the Rhodes, uh, Dusty and Dustin, father and son, and also the Nasty Boys, and it was a very, very uh, interesting match. Yeah, I remember watching that back in the day, too. It was very interesting. So let's get into... Uh, Let's get into MLW. Um, right now, it's funny because you said you've been in the business for almost 50 years, uh, well, about, you know, five, spanning five decades, and there's still something left that you still want to endorse in and something that you don't have to do. You've already earned your stripes in the business, but MLW is something that you really want to put your feet in and, and endorse, and what is it uh, about MLW? I've, I've watched MLW. I've had Court Bauer on a show before. Um, I'm really liking what I'm seeing with just the kind of relaunch of MLW, really exposing some awesome talent, uh, some new and established talent. What is it personally that you have that you really want to support in your investment in the MLW brand? Uh, you know what? It's all in they call itself Major League Wrestling Fusion. Mm-hmm. And it's, just, it's the fusion, it's the bringing together of uh, the Mexico City Lucha Libre, yeah. and the, the Universal Fighting, the Bellator Fighters, like, uh, like Jay, uh, an outstanding athlete that, that just do phenomenal, very dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that make me glad that I'm really 
not in the ring Games is coming up. Uh, you were in the '94 War Games. We got uh, MOW War Games coming up. Let the listeners know what to expect. Uh, you know, we're going to expect some chaos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that this thing is going to be crazy. That these guys, uh, that MOW, that backstage handling all of this stuff, they're outstanding. I mean, uh, they they put put together the greatest show. I'll tell you, you'll never waste your money going to a uh, major league wrestling uh, show because uh, they they've got it all. And uh, in my opinion, they're they're uh, quickly becoming the very best uh, program you can see. Mm-hmm. So you know you don't want to miss that program. And if you're in uh, if, if you're in the Fort Lauderdale area, uh, don't miss yep absolutely robert it's been a pleasure i appreciate you taking your time to uh talk and chat with me tonight uh i don't know if you do social media at all but let the, li- the listeners know uh where to find you where to find your work you know of course watch mlw and and, and where else can we find you I would be remiss, uh, Robert, if uh, and the listeners, you know, I, I'm I'm very pleased and privileged to have a very large fan base of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I'm sure that I would be getting a lot of tweets and messages of saying, "Chris, why did you let Robert Parker go away from your interview without giving me some type of kayfabe Robert Parker interview?" So I have to do it, Robert. Give me some type of MLW Fusion War Games. Give me some Robert Parker. Give me some Colonel Parker. Pancakes and Power Slams. Pancakes and Power Slams. You got it. All right, man. Well, listen here. It's fun. If you're not to hear a pancakes and fire slam from Chris, my man here, then you are all, uh, you're, you're missing an awesome time. I'm so Chris that you have uh, great people on your program. You're uh, a ton of fun to talk with. I've enjoyed it very, very much, and 
It's been a pleasure, Robert. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners, three. On mine. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear We taking this year You know who we are But you don't know why we here So this is where the big boys play These big boys play Like who defies the living God Get out the big boys way Outsiders with the swoop in We live as kings You see in us But our third man waits in the wings And when the time is right We shock him with the proper attack I go for dolo but ain't solo Cut the promo in black Hollywood Hendrix Prizzle Pinning them to the max. I'm Das Wonderkin with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gas and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome. Never lost faith. You in all space. You can all skate, suffer, but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. From here to Saturday, raving, anticipating. I was frostbit, now I am glacier. Mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals. Using God for my defense in Alabama We jamming, that's beautiful Bobby E and me and Priest We the dangerous alliance, nah, the Harlem Heat Tie the do-rag before we do battle You're talking sheep, you are what you speak This too sweet Till the genre is took back We repping that work pack The foundation's shaking, no mistaking Yeah, we shook that Trust in God, we trust Pushing forward, never look back Meekness ain't at all weakness Some people mistook that Stamping out this crook rap He turning the Power on, on the razor's edge, leg drop after a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man, we bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful, the owners in our group too. It's good to be king, sold out this war is brutal. We playing them war games, our army go move too. You through, I'm in the raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. In the grand scheme, it's that easy. We tag teaming, sign the brothers, we love it. Demand the win, establish it. This the clash of the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. Pancakes and Power Slams, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio, featuring weekly interviews from WWE, NNXT, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, and NWA. Join us live every Tuesday at www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slam. That's www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slam. Pancakes and Power Slams, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio, featuring weekly interviews from WWE, NNXT, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, and NWA. Join us live every Tuesday at www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. That's www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are live in Living Color. Uh, I am simulcasting, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pulling a WrestleMania 2 on everybody. Yes, I am WrestleMania 2 all over again. I am uh, simulcasting uh, at the same time on Facebook Live, Wrestling Inc., and also on YouTube Live. Wrestling Inc. twice simultaneously, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I am pulling a WrestleMania two, both Facebook and YouTube at the same time. Absolutely. What's going on, Joseph? What's going on, Joe? What's going on, Scott? Uh, I've got people from Facebook and uh, and tw- uh, and YouTube at simultaneously. This is the first time I've ever tried this. This is the simulcast of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. This is very, 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 very fun, very interesting, very exciting um, that I have my Facebook friends here, my YouTube friends here, Pancakes and Power Slam show, ladies and gentlemen. This is for real, and this is the excitement of the Pancakes and Power Slam show, if you will. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've got uh, a lot going on. We've got uh, headlines, of course, this week. And uh, next, uh, at the end of the show, we're going to talk about uh, the fans' choice, something that you chose uh, uh, for everyone. Uh, last week, you guys chose this. You chose the uh, – you want to have another tournament for the 90s, um, the best 90s intercontinental champion that was never a WWE champion. The best 90s intercontinental champion that was never a WWE champion. So that's what you chose last week. That's what you, uh, that's what we're going to do this week as well. So right now I have um, a tournament bracket. You can see this here. You see that? There's the bracket. It was a total of 19 um, uh, wrestlers, 19 wrestlers total who won the Intercontinental Championship in the 90s but did not win the WWE Championship at all in the WWE. I'm showing Facebook right now as well. 19 um, 19 total. So there we go. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So without further ado, let's get right into the, uh, this simulcast is really cool, by the way. Uh, I really feel like I'm like, uh, WrestleMania two going on right now. So, uh, <laughs> this is cool. Facebook and uh, YouTube, um, live in 11 color. Here is the first question. Let's get this show on a road. Let's get this show on a road. First question, ladies and gentlemen. Who did Dusty Rhodes defeat at SummerSlam 89? Who did Dusty Rhodes um, defeat at uh, SummerSlam 89? Uh, Oh, Wild Boy, you might miss the show next week. Your mom is having heart surgery next Tuesday. Oh, man, you know, I'll, I'll be praying for you. Praying for you and your mom for successful heart surgery. Wild Boy is one of our faithful Pancakes and Power Slam show fans, um, awesome, awesome. Uh, you are one of uh, 
many that uh, really keeps this show ticking as far as the excitement that I have uh, for uh, for the show as far as live is concerned. So anyone have served for my pancakes, uh, GHP says. <laughs> That's uh, quite awesome. For those who are just joining, um, we have uh, it's a simulcast going on right now. It's, isn't that cool? That is the coolest thing. If you guys can see this right here, I'm also on Facebook. See that? Isn't that cool? <laughs> I'm also on Facebook. So it's a simulcast going on right now, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So uh, Wrestling Titan from the UK. From the UK. Cool. Kudos to that. From the UK. All right. Thank you, Jose. Jose, Chris says, Chris, you're cool. Thank you very much, Jose. I appreciate that. Um, who did he beat? Who did Dusty Rhodes? SummerSlam 89. SummerSlam 89. Who did Dusty Rhodes beat? Defeat at SummerSlam 89. All right. Give some shout outs. Where are you guys from? Where are you guys from? I'm simulcasting right now. This is so cool. Facebook and um, Jose, yes. Honky Tonk Man. The Honky Tonk Man. He defeated at SummerSlam 89. Um, yeah, so my Facebook friends here and also my um, my YouTube friends. Okay. Um South Carolina GHP is from. Who else we got? Where are you where are you from? Where are you from? John on Facebook is from Minnesota. Uh, that's AWA country right there. Minnesota. AWA country. Um South Carolina. Detroit. Wild Boys from. Three one three. Uh what else we got? Um other shout outs. Uh where you from? Where you from? Before we get to the headlines, let me know where you're from. Give me giving you some shout outs. I'm I'm giving you an opportunity right now to shout out where you're from before we get into the into the headlines. Where are you from? Where you're from? Where you're from? Uh most from Virginia. Uh what's going on, Lexi? Lexi uh is from Vegas. Lexi's one of the best, uh hands down, one of the best uh question askers. <laughs> uh, and, uh, of, of all of uh, Pancakes and Power Slams, one of the best uh, question askers in, in, in Pancakes and Power Slams. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, all right. So, speaking of questions, we already. Uh, wait a minute. We got a uh, Mohammed from Dubai. Dubai. Uh, wow, that is so cool. DX uh, San Francisco. Um. All right. I think Lexi said Vegas. What else we got before we get into the headlines? Steve is from Steve on Facebook is from Bridgeville, Delaware. Bridgeville, Delaware. Uh, jumped <laughs> parts unknown. <laughs> well, you know who's from parts unknown? The Ultimate Warrior. It's from parts unknown. <laughs> um. All right, so let's get into the next trivia question. As we do this simulcast, ladies and gentlemen, uh, someone's laughing at my uh, Ultimate Warrior uh, <laughs> promos, uh, promos snort, I guess. 
Feel the power of the ultimate warrior. <laughs> all right, next trivia question. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, who managed the head shrinkers, ladies and gentlemen? Who uh, managed the head shrinkers? Who managed the head shrinkers? All right, once again, before we go into the headlines, um, I have a list of um, Intercontinental Champions from the 1990s. And there were, ladies and gentlemen, 19, you see this? 19, 19 total Continental Champions. You see that, Facebook? 19 total Intercontinental Champions. Uh, that did not win a WWE championship. That is uh, very interesting. Very, very, very interesting. All right. So without further ado, um, oh, okay. So Jose asks Chris, uh, hashtag ask Chris. I'll put this on Facebook as well as a hashtag. If you have, an, if you have a question, just a hashtag ask Chris, and uh, we'll make it happen. Um I'll put this here on Facebook as well. Hashtag Ask Chris. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's see. So camera just shut off on. Uh, on Facebook. Let's see here. I did this. Um, uh, let's see here. Let's see back up again. Okay. It says it's buffering for everybody else. So, but we're here on live on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Justin's from Canada. Um, yes, Manitoba, can Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. That's super cool. That is super duper cool. Um, all right. So I think we're going to jump into the headlines. Um, okay. That works. That works. Uh, let's see here. Okay. All right, so I'll stay on the uh, Wrestling Inc. chat live right now, and also the Facebook live. Um, we'll do that as well. So I was seeing some calf, Captain Lee. Um, I think you guys were thinking of the Wild Samoans for that for some reason. Um I think you were thinking of the Wild Samoans. Um, who managed the head shrinkers? Yeah, side video. <laughs> yeah, side video. Uh, all right. So I see people jumping on to Facebook. Um, okay, let's see here. All right, so who managed the head shrinkers? Who managed the head shrinkers? I'm seeing some Captain Lee. Uh, let's see. Uh, can I do the audio stream like last week? 
Um, sure. I don't know what's going on with my with the YouTube though. That's the that's the crazy thing. That's the crazy part. I do not know what is going on with the with the YouTube. Um, the audio stream. Oh, the auto stream. The audio stream is uh yeah 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 yeah. So the audio stream is every week. Um, let's see here. Let me give you a direct link for that. Uh, I will. Uh, uh, let's see here. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you the. I'm gonna give you a direct link for the. Um, for the audio stream right now. Let's see here. Make this happen. We're going to make this work, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Audio stream, live and in living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you a will. If you will. All right. Uh, people keep saying Captain Lou. Um, Alpha. Yes, Mo. Alpha. There we go. Alpha. Alpha. Alpha of the Wild Samoans. Um here. All right. Live audio here. Um, there we go. All right. So there we go. We got the live audio and we have the chat room up going on for YouTube and we have the Facebook live going on right now. Um, there we go. Alpha. Alpha is the correct answer of the wild Samoans. Alpha, Alpha, Alpha. All right. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into the um Yes, yeah. So chat room and Facebook. All right, cool. Evan Tech Proud. How's it going tonight, sir? Hey brother, doing all right. Sorry for the delay. Everybody down my phone decided they wanted to do a random Android update. And I'm here. <laughs> I had to give you a little, yeah. uh, give you a shout out on my show earlier. Said I nice. I'm not sure if you heard it or not, but uh, I, I, did, I did say it. I did say it in a nice. uh, pancakes and power slams. It's all right, man. You got to do something to keep awake until you're talking to you about your old wrestling. But showing up wrong SmackDown has, uh, man, I have not slept well. You know, I, I don't really sleep as well as I want to. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, the best remedy is of late, Monday Night Raw and on SmackDown. So I think I'm just yeah. going to play it on my DVR, just play replay on my five sticks. Whenever I can't sleep at night, I'll play that. I can get a good old slumber. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll get you. That'll get you for sure, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's, uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, um, let's jump right into the headlines. We got a few of them. Then we're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown, and then we are going to talk about uh, the um, the tournament, fans' choice. Here we go. Matthew Hardy. Matthew Hardy uh, wrestles his send-off match uh, in uh, Rochester. Uh, people were saying that, um, you know, this is it for him. There was a live report talking about how um, Bray Wyatt, they were saluting him and, 
uh, you know, they were um, the people were clapping up, standing ovation. Uh, he's been nursing some injuries. Uh, he's 43 years old. I think he'll be 44 this year. So it's about that time as far as Matthew Hardy is concerned. Um, he's really put his um, uh, he's really put his uh, uh, legacy in. You know, as far as wrestling, he's been wrestling for 26 years. So he's definitely put way more than enough in as far as his total wrestling is concerned. So he's all good to go. Um, he, he's been shadowing, uh, as a backstage agent. Um, he's been shadowing some agents and I think that would be a great role for him. So, because the people I know who yeah. wrestled with Matt Hart, they always say that he has a very, uh, uh, creative, uh, eccentric <laughs> mind. Um, mm-hmm. and tell it. I mean, you could tell with the whole broken character, there was something that he created, um, you know, just, the whole the whole broken thing goes to show how creative uh uh Matt Matt Hardy's mind is and a lot of people have said, you know, wrestlers that I know have said like <clears throat> sometimes that's to, that's to his detriment because sometimes he thinks too much <laughs> with something. Um however, you know, we'll see uh how it how it works out for, for him. I think it'll I think it'll be great though. Um so uh we'll yeah. see. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I, I could tell. You know, you know that song at Raw Twenty Five, and then your weekend, just looking at him, I get, you know, um, we're wrestling so long. You know, your body can only hold up to so much, and you know he's at the point now. You know he's older, and and, and him being in the early forties is not really old as far as living on this earth. But when you go through all of the Tools and snatches, his body's with you up and down the road with WWE and CNA and Japan and Impact and so forth. It takes a lot out of you. So, um, like you said, one thing Jeff Hardy said a lot too is some of the crazy stuff he's done really came from Matt. Him having crazy ideas. Matt's had the ideas and Jeff would go out and do them. But um, it's good for him. You know, he did the be backstage and it's good to, that Matt is, of course, he's going in the Hall of Fame. He's still he's he's old. He's a veteran of the business, but he's not too old. But he still is is fresh with the current viewing audience, and he can still help out the peers. You get what I mean? And um, yeah. Sometimes you know when you have someone teetering that that not just go from us teeter to being a tutor to people, and you know we can be legends in our respective businesses. People tend to receive your word better when you know okay. You're a legend, but we're not too far in age, you know. So you kind of get what I mean in my mindset, as opposed to someone like a, uh, you know, from somebody from like the seventies or sixties. And sometimes the old school mindset doesn't always transfer to the newer school. So, um, right. yeah, I mean, I think it's good for him. Is I, I wonder will they will they, will he continue to go do a quiet send off like he's had and kind of just disappear? Backstage and show up in there, or you think would he do something on air like a Raw or SmackDown to kind of give him a little send off? You think they'll do that? Um, I I think that they, I don't think that he'll have like a big formal send off. Um, I think that they will, um, he'll probably come back as a non wrestling role. Um, and like, I mean, I don't see like a big, 
you know, like, like a general manager or something like that. Uh, I don't see that, but I do see, um, like him, him to have, you know, uh, I do see him, I do see him having like, uh, uh, maybe pop up every now and then, uh, in the ring type thing. Cause here's the thing with Matt Hardy. It's like, <laughs> it's like he's been wrestling for so long and it, I, I think it's really hard for, you know, someone like a Hardy, like a Matt Hardy to, uh, to want to stay out for that whole time. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's, I don't, I don't, I don't think that it, it, I think it'd be tough for him to, uh, to actually stay away. Now I think that staying in the business can help, you know what I mean? As far as like wanting um, not to wrestle again, if you're like actually in the business helping with, uh, with, with WWE as an agent, I think that, I think that helps. But at the same time, it's like, um, if because he's wrestling, because he's been wrestling so long, because he loves wrestling so much, I think it's one of those things that um, it'll be kind of tough. It'll be kind of tough for him to uh, to to do it. So, um, but you know, I, I, I would also understand. You know, he's been hurting for so long. You know, what I mean, he's been nursing injuries yeah. for for time. You know, what I mean, so yeah, I, I think that's one. That's uh, he, he's kind of happy that he can still stay within the WWE and 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 uh in a in a role, but not necessarily have to bang up his you know his body every week. Right, you you, you can just tell, and you've seen it how he walks, how he moves around. I mean, right, you can clearly see that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um. Chris said he just left RVD's place. Chris on uh, Facebook. No, RVD, the Pancakes and Power Slam show, said hello. Or as uh, Val Venus would say, hello, ladies. <laughs> Val Venus is one of those uh, names, actually. Um, yeah, as he would call himself. Because you see the big Val Bosky. So... They, they used to very, try very to. They used to like doing that with the towel. Try to go around and, you know, swing the towel around like he used to do. That was fun. I, <laughs> I do that too. You see the big Falbowski. <laughs> All right, we're live back on YouTube. By the way, uh, we are live back on YouTube. All right, here's the next question. What year did Godust win his first Intercontinental Championship? What year did Goldust win his first Intercontinental Championship? What year did Goldust win his first Intercontinental Championship? All right, if you have any questions, uh, ask Chris. Hashtag ask Chris. Ask the questions away. Uh, I open up some time to answer a little, um, a little bit more questions this week. Um, I'm ready to, I'm ready to take it. I'm ready to go for the questions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, the uh, trivia question on deck is, what year did Goldust win his first Intercontinental Championship? What year did Goldust win his first Intercontinental Championship? All right, so uh, Roman Reigns, ladies and gentlemen, we just talked about Matt Hardy surpassing. Uh, 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 we just talked about Matt Hardy um, wrestling a send-off match. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Zed, Zed is saying that uh, Matt Hardy is a producer. The potential there is incredible. I agree. I agree. I think the I think he has a mind for it. I mean, he's been wrestling for 26 years. He's still young. He's you know relatively young. He's 43 right now, and um, you know he's got a lot of he's got a lot of potential. I think he's got a great mind, and I, I think it's a great transition. Once again, trivia question on deck. What year did Goldust win his first Intercontinental Championship? I know y'all need to, Okay, there we go. There we go, Mo. 1996. 1996. Because you will always remember the name of Goldust. Get <laughs> message there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew it just got back on. All right, cool. Good, great to have you back on, guys. All right, so um, here we go. Next we have, uh, okay, so so Roman Reigns passed. I thought this was a pretty interesting statistic. Uh, all right, ask Chris real quick. Uh, considering that Roman is receiving pops while appearing with the Shield, do you think he can sustain this movement without Rollins and Ambrose? No. Good question. Good question. Good no. question. Um, no. I don't think he can. I don't think he can sustain the momentum of getting babyface cheers. However, I will say this though. I do. I think. I do think that Roman Reigns is. Um. I. I, I do think. <laughs> anybody else always look forward to Lexi's questions. Yes, oh my boy, I agree. I agree. She she always brings the the heat when it comes with the uh, asking questions. I think they're fantastic. Um, I don't think that Roman Reigns can keep this momentum as of receiving babyface pops with the Shield. I mean, without the Shield. But I will give him this though. Roman Reigns is currently receiving like. You'll, you'll get the panoramic shots, and more people are starting to cheer Roman Reigns than him just being the token boo guy. Uh, now, people, you know, as much as some people don't like Roman Reigns and can say so much about him, there's certain things that you know you got to admit. Okay, so there, and and you and people just need to admit, no matter if you like it or not, fans overall. I mean, it's still probably I'd say. 65-35, but before it was like 90-10, you know what I mean? And so I think one of those things that, you know, Roman Reigns has started, people are starting to get to the point where there's not anything left to really jeer Roman Reigns about. Now, here's the thing. If you don't like Roman Reigns because, you know, he hasn't left his shield gimmick or, Whatever you, whatever reason you want to give not to like Roman Reigns, that's your prerogative. That's totally fine. But I think people are starting, uh, people are starting to realize that Roman Reigns' reactions are starting to be like the CM Punk reactions. Um, you know, CM Punk, CM Punk chance was like the, the the thing to do. You know, that was like the the hot thing to do for people who tried to. The, CM Punk chance was like it, it was it was beach balls before beach balls came came to to really right. become popular, you know it was it was like it was like the beach ball chance. Uh, CM Punk chance was like current day, modern day beach balls slash Roman Reigns booing, and people started to realize that the CM Punk chance was getting like totally 
out of like people started to 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 not like him. You know, I mean that's that's the thing. It's people started to boo CM Punk chants. So like I said, you and I, we go to WrestleMania every year. We were there in um to, uh in, in New Orleans this year to do some coverage. Yeah. And 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 we were there. We saw that when you know when people started chanting CM Punk, it lasted for probably ten seconds, and people started booing. And I've seen. I mean, I've I go to every single live event here in Ohio. I'll be at Raw next week as well. Uh, every televised event, and um, and, and I've I've seen it plenty of times. I've seen it plenty plenty of times. Um, people start doing CM Punk chants, and within seconds, oh, I'll gosh. see the whole, like, wow, them with, <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. Uh, Wild Boy said it happens every time in Detroit when the CM Punk chants. Yeah, not, now now it's to the point where people just don't like the CM Punk chants anymore. And I think we're starting it's to see Roman Reigns. I think people are starting to say, okay, well, Rome, booing Roman Reigns was a cool thing to do. And now, and now it's just kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's earning his stripes, you know, uh, <clears throat> that's one of those things. He's, he's kind of earning his stripes now. He's, um, uh, he, he's really proving his, he's really proving himself. You know, Roman yeah. Reigns was like on the job training. You know, that was one of those things that, um, his, his promo on Raw was awesome. I mean, it it looked genuine and it lo- it didn't look scripted. It looked like he was it had a, like a cockiness to it. It was. I, oh, you know, here's the thing. I've made apologies for 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 quite some time. I think people. I, I'm starting to get tweets of people who are starting to see the light when it comes to Roman Reigns, and so you know, it, it, I'll still. I think nowadays Roman Reigns booze yeah. is starting to migrate to similar to the CM Punk chants, and people are just like, ah. Eh. You know, it's 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 yeah, not I, really a cool cool thing to do anymore. No, I, I agree with you. Like I said, Roman Reigns is. You no, know, I'm not the biggest Reigns fan. I don't hate him. He's he's okay to me. But you gotta give him his credit. I I, I was in. I, I told you this off air a few weeks ago. I was a uh, close. Well, he's like a little big brother to me. And uh, I defended Roman Reigns. I said Reigns is the only full time person WWE can put. He is the big dog. I know we joke about that. The runner joke me and my friend said we'll go to the on the show. The big dog, you know, this uh but he is. He he's the man right now. He's he's not the next Cena, he's Roman Reigns. You know, Cena's did his part, now Reigns is the top dog, the big dog and I, I would rather watch Seth Rollins wrestle, but I would rather hear Reigns talk because he and Rollins talk and Ambrose is like chalk is like Nails on the chalkboard, a helium sound. Anyone knows me personally, you know this. I hate the sound of helium going in a balloon. It, it is it drives me nuts. That's how yeah. I feel when I hear Seth Rollins talking to Ambrose. But I mean, Reigns is and this is the thing. Reigns, say what you want about Reigns. Reigns has a good match with everyone he's in the ring with. Yes. Granted, Cena, Cena was a regional team, but. I, and, and, you know, people who say, well, Cena and Reigns, I would rather watch Reigns matches than Cena, but Reigns adapts with everyone. Everyone's sure not does. a Reigns general. I mean, Shawn, Shawn Michaels was one. As great as Austin yeah. was, I don't think Austin was a Reigns general, meaning that I don't think Austin had great matches with everyone. He just didn't mesh well. Nothing against Austin. I love Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, like Reigns is like Michaels, even a rock. They just mesh well with everyone they go against. And yep. like you said, people starting to share Reigns a little more. <clears throat> like a fan said to me early on my show, hit, hit. We said this weeks weeks ago, uh, Father Stone. People starting to boo Strowman, and even before he did the turn. So now you're starting to see a little, see a little of the rings turn of the tide, if you will. Yep. If you will. Uh, we got a Ricky saying on a. Uh, <laughs> people are saying, uh, I love it. Uh, you guys are awesome as far as live. <laughs> live YouTube is saying, uh, uh, <laughs> a slightly jumps. When uh, people were people got scared and was jumping when I said the big dog. Um, Ricky, Ricky on Facebook says it's time for Bray to jump to SmackDown and reunite with Luke Harper since Roman's out. Uh, um, uh, people, people uh, and people say uh, five man stable with Sanity. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't agree with that. Uh, it, it, I don't want, I don't want Bray to be. Yeah. He, I, I, I'll tell you, I'll this earlier real quick. And I'll say, GHP, what's going on, man? Um, why, type in Bro, Brody Lee. Brody Lee was Lee Carpenter's name before he was Lee Carpenter in WWE. He is a great talent. He did great work in Chicago, Chicago all, all over. Lee Carpenter needs, yep. and this is me, Eric Owens, okay. I just think Lee Carpenter needs his single push. He's good enough in the ring. He needs to do something on his own. He does not yeah. need to do a Bray. Bray can well, be Bray. I think I, I think the problem is they they tried to do that last year. Remember when? Remember right before Bray oh, yeah, won the, the they had Luke right. break away from the family and he had the babyface run and people actually like it. He was you no know, people were getting into it um, and and they were excited about it. Eric Roman um, came back. Eric Roman yeah. came back. Yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers. Um, all right, so got a couple Ask Chris questions. What are they doing with Braun? Uh, we'll talk about that on Raw. Uh, we get to Raw. Um, let's see. My theory, Wild Boy. Ask Chris. Uh, Corbin uses his GM powers in some way, keep the briefcase for himself. The way he looked at it was suspicious. Yeah, for, uh, someone else was doing that. There was another discussion going on about that. Um, it it was weird think. with that like Corbin cashing in. It would make no. sense. It would make sense. He cast it because he won the case last year, and John Cena, you know, kind of made him lose it. So, yeah, I don't think Corbin's championship worthy right now. His character's getting okay, nah. but championship worthy. So, nah, I don't. I don't think. It, I don't think in that he, sense. But uh, it wouldn't make sense to it to carry them. Corbin. Corbin has already. He he's already been a better general manager and had more of a backbone than Angle has as a general manager. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, and you know I love Angle, but it, gosh. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Lexi's asking. Sasha Banks has continuously expressed frustration with her lack of booking, especially when it concerns Alexa. Do you think that she will leave WWE when her contract expires? Um, 
It's boss time. No. I don't, it's boss time. <laughs> that's another one. That's another the big dog that uh, Michael Cole gets a high time. on. It's boss um, time. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think, uh, you. I don't think she is. Uh, I think that she's making right now to uh, be frustrated, but realize that she's not going to make this type of money anywhere else. You know, that's the, that's the thing with you know that's that's the thing with current wrestling right now. It's like. Um, there's so many different options, and I and I had Ethan Page on the show a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about that. There's so many different options for today's professional wrestling. That, that's fantastic. That's awesome. However, the problem is there's only still a, like a upper top echelon of people who can make a successful living outside of the WWE. And and like right. just because you leave the WWE don't mean that you're going to make as much as you did in the WWE. I mean, that's not everybody can say that. Now, Cody, um, you know, Young Bucks, they were never really WWE guys. They tried out and so forth, but they weren't WWE guys. But Cody was a WWE guy. He's probably making more um, now. He's way more successful. Um, Jack Swagger's doing some great things things in MLW. Um, Timmy Callahan, he was an indie guy before he came to WWE, though. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's uh, you know, a, a very select few uh, people who are doing good outside the WWE. But you can't say that. You can't say that just because you leave the WWE means that you're going to do better Um and I, and Sasha's one of those people. I think that she's a, a heck of a talent. She's fantastic, uh, but I don't see Sasha being like this big indie star. Um, no, nah. there's. No, I agree. So I, I don't know. It's one of those things. Yeah, that, I, I uh, agree. I, unfortunately, I don't see that with Sasha Banks right now. Yeah, I agree. Sasha Banks is a good talent, but she's just strictly WWE. If she goes to Japan or. TNA or Lucha, I mean, she'll have a little following, but she, she, like you said, she's not in the upper echelon. She's not in that zenith of five, six, seven people that could successfully say, I don't need Vince, I don't need E, I'm good. She's not at that level right now. And and then her husband works at WWT, she's not going nowhere. I mean, that's, you got two steady paychecks, right. you're around the world. I mean, and, and a lot of us, she, she has the best of both for three worlds. She's had she, kids lover. She sells merchandise. She's a good looking lady. I mean, I'm not in person. Uh, she gets to travel with her fiance, her husband. So she didn't got to worry about missing time for him. He has an income from WWE. What more could you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, agree. I mean, just, just keep keep making the money. Keep saving up your money. Make some investments. In the next five or six years, and maybe she can go somewhere else and do something. Or quietly retire. Um, look at what Kane yeah. did. Kane um, and um, uh, Simon Dean, uh, Mike, who you know we both talked to outside of, outside of uh, the show. Uh, they successfully invested their money in banks and owning businesses. That's what you do. So every every wrestler has a frustration of not being booked the way he wants to do. 
Right. Yeah. He'll be okay. In the response. Uh, it's boss time. Uh, are you excited for All In? Wild Boy's asking. Um, yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm shrugging my shrugging my shoulders to to Facebook Live <laughs> right now. YouTube is safe too. All In is this coming Saturday. Uh, Mo is asking. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh. I was actually asked to go to All In. Um, you're you, you're going, aren't you, to the Starcast? As of right now, I'm gonna say yes. Uh, some things outside of our control came up, so uh, right now I'm gonna say I still am going. I'll, I'll be, you know, um, probably <laughs> if I'm going or not. But like I said, I, I'm excited um, about All In, but you know, good to see another pay per view <laughs> besides WWE. Now, Wild Boy said, "G's log, pause. GSP said, LOL, Chris. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> GSP said, Chris, you pause longer than a Roman Reigns promo. That's hilarious. <laughs> because it's my yard. <laughs> Drop the bike. Boom. It's my yard my now. My yard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Gotta do the death See. Yeah, Roman Reigns loves doing the death lift for his promos. Believe that. Believe that. Um, he, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I, right, right. I think all in. It's exciting. Uh, Suffering like a tash, yeah. Um, you know, so let me, let, me, let me land on there real quick. People, people can't say that Roman is in, has not improved on his promos. From that Suffering like a tash promo, to calling uh, Braun Strowman uh, Meat Shack now, I think that's hilarious. You know that he does that. Uh, why don't you just, why don't you, uh, why don't you just cash in your money in the bank right now and and be about it? You know, like he's just cocky now. You know, it's hilarious. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I, as far as all in concerned, I think it's a great idea. I think it's cool. I think it's, uh, I think it's very, very exciting. What's going on, Al? Joining us on Facebook Live. Um. And uh, as far as All In is concerned, yeah, I mean, you know, it's exciting. Um, I'm going to watch it. I probably won't watch it live uh, because I have some plans on Saturday. Um, probably won't watch it live because uh, it's on Fight TV. I'll probably just get it from uh, – I think it's streaming on Honor Club, too. I, I have Honor Club. So, uh, all right, so I'll probably watch it, uh, mm, I don't know, maybe – Sunday afternoon, perhaps. So they'll have plans that yeah. night too. Maybe watch it uh, that Monday. Like, like, no, I won't because I'll be at Raw. <laughs> so I don't know. I'll try to watch it this weekend somehow. Uh, some some way somehow I'm, I'm going to try to watch it. Yeah, uh, I'm probably not going to watch it to Sunday nightish. Because Saturday I have. Yeah. Like I said, if I'm I'm either be in Chicago. Or I'm going to be home, and if I do happen to go to Chicago, it may not be Saturday or Sunday anyway. So um, if I'm not there, yeah. like, so I'm probably not going to be able to watch it until later anyway. Right. Um, Zed is asking, have you heard any new signings for the Woman of Honor? I have not. I know that Emma had to pull out uh, of a, a, a ROH because there was something going on with her. 
uh, health-wise, but as far as Ring of Honor female signings, I am not privy yet. I can I can try to find out, find something, I'll report it, but uh, I don't know. Happy birthday to Lexi. Um, got a Facebook question. What's going on with the Authors of Pain? Um, the WWE just is deciding to uh, not invest in them anymore. That's pretty much the that's pretty much what, what, you know the issue with with them. Uh, unfortunately, um, uh, Zed, let's see. Okay, cool, absolutely. Um, all right, so Axe Chris will make some more time because, to be honest with you, I'd rather do Axe Chris than Raw or SmackDown because <laughs> I uh, I don't uh, I don't really care. Someone's asking, uh, so we will get to the next headline. Someone's asking, what record did uh, John Cena, John Cena, um, surpassed? Uh, um, he was surpassed by Roman Reigns, and, and, and so we'll get to that here in a little bit. First, we got another question. Uh, Lexi is asking, uh, ask Christy, you think that the WWE is punishing, quote-unquote, Sasha for what happened with Paige? Uh, at a point of time, perhaps, but that was like last year, so I don't think they're still punishing her for that. I just think that, um, you know, they're, they're they're putting different names, you know, before her right now. And, it's, and it's Bailey, Bailey's the same way. I mean, her and Bailey are basically in the exact same spot. And unfortunately, they're starting to put Ember Moon there, too, which is ridiculous because I think Ember Moon should be easily be one of the top ten, the top names right now. Absolutely. Uh, all right, here's the next trivia question before we go to the next headline. Any news on matches for Evolution, Mark Axe? Um, we'll get to that in just a moment. Who were the members of the core? Who were the members of the core? <laughs> uh, all right, so any news on matches for Evolution? <clears throat> Um, so you have uh, Trish and Bliss. Uh, you have the six man Ronda and the Bellas against uh, the Riot Squad, I believe it is. Um, then you have there was some type of uh, it might have been Photoshop. There was some type of rumor going around talking about uh, Oscar and Lita, um, but I don't know. I don't know. Perhaps. Oh yeah, that's that's Super Show. Ronda Rousey, they were they were thinking of her and uh, Nikki Bella. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, that's as far as I know. Wade Barrett, Heath Slater, Justin Gabriel, and Ezekiel Jackson. What we got here? We got Wade Barrett, Ezekiel Jackson, Heath Slater, and Justin Gabriel. Core was one of the worst factions in, in WWE history, hands down. Uh, for, uh, we, I think we've done a flavor of the week on that, but I think we're going to do another one. That was, I mean, it was hands down one of the worst factions in WWE history. Um, not because, like, yeah. I mean, all four of those, all all all, uh, all four of those names were decent names, uh, especially Barrett um, and Gabriel, um, but. The, the it just didn't stick. <laughs> it, it just didn't stick at all. I got another question. Any more call ups from NXT on Facebook? Um 
No, not, uh, they, they were thinking about uh, Velveteen Dream was talked about, um, but um, they'll probably call up Alistair Black uh, when he comes back from surgery. Uh, Mark's asking, uh, what does WWC and Billy Case? He's holding Peyton back. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah, yeah. The Iconics are are just uh, they are not clicking with me so on the main man. roster. So man. And poor Naomi, she won the she won the, uh, the the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Seemed like she was going to get some type of push. And man, I mean, they've just treated her. Badly, you know. Here's here's the thing, and, and I'm going to say this. Um, Pey- Peyton does have potential. I will say that. Uh, Billy Kane, in my opinion, no. Um, and that's my opinion. Before you SJWs come up and 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 go to Twitter of, oh, Chris Featherstone from the Pancakes of Power Slam show. Oh my goodness, Billy Kay, Guess what Chris said. <laughs> it's I'm not saying anything bad about anybody's looks or demeaning anybody. In my honest opinion, as a as a fan and as a journalist, I don't believe that. I personally don't believe that the Iconics are connecting on the main roster, especially Bill K. Um, Peyton Royce, perhaps, but it just to me, it just it seems as if Naomi is putting over the Iconics. It seems like she's willing to put over the Iconics because of what happened with, with uh, Peyton Royce and, and Meltzer. It, it just seems like that's what's going on. I don't I, I don't know that to be for sure, but it seems like that could be going on because the Iconics were absolutely flat before that happened. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why it's going on, but it makes no sense to me why Naomi's getting the short end of the stick when it comes to trying. I mean, there's no way that you can just, at this point in time, there's no way that the Iconics can get over. This is what it seems like to me. It seems like they may be trying to get some steam for the Iconics leading into the super show, the super, um, the, the super showdown in in October. So that's about five weeks away. So it seems like they're trying to get some steam with the Iconics, but uh, that's that's no, no good. Terrible. All right, next trivia question, ladies and gentlemen. Got some trivia today. Got some heavy trivia today. All right, ask Chris, uh, ask Chris uh, as a wrestling journalist, do you respect Dave Meltzer? Is the star rating overrated, and do wrestlers really care? <laughs> good question. Good question. You get a round of applause. Oh, yeah. Applause. I'm going to answer. Oh yeah. Um, mm. Okay. So let you answer that for the song first. Okay, so here's 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 uh my opinion on Dave Meltzer. Okay. Um I respect the heck out of Dave Meltzer. Um I think that uh anybody who can Okay, so his inside I've I've talked to wrestlers about Dave Meltzer and a lot of wrestlers don't like Dave Meltzer. I talked to a specific wrestler um uh at during WrestleMania weekend. I'm not gonna say who the wrestler is, but uh, <laughs> uh I talked to many wrestlers during WrestleMania weekend and um I talked to this one particular wrestler 
he hurts Dave Miller. Um, he uh, he said some some very uh, candid remarks on Dave Meltzer that he just can't stand um, just the whole dirt sheet and Meltzer and all that. Um, he gave me the scoop on Meltzer and the sources and things like that. Uh, he, he just went to town. He's a, he's a former, um, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> I don't want to give it away. Um, but WWE, former WWE guy, I'll, I'll say that former, former, Top, you know, very, very up there WWE guy that I talked to for quite some time. Um, so yeah, very interesting. So as far as I know, I know Jerry Lawler doesn't like. I mean, Jerry Lawler's been public about it. Uh, I know that he doesn't like Meltzer too much. Um, you know, so you know, there's a lot of people who don't uh, from the WWE who are, who have been in WWE. Personally, as a journalist, I like Meltzer because I think that uh, you know, here's the thing. I mean, if if He's been in the he's been in the wrestling business for thirty five years as far as I mean longer than that, but as far as the newsletters, thirty five years. Here's the thing. Um if you write, you know, uh, uh <laughs> you know, eight thousand, ten thousand word newsletter every single week of all things wrestling, I mean it it no matter how inaccurate his sources or his predictions can be, and you know, of course he'll be. Uh, of course, uh, and I've had Meltzer on the show before. I actually had him um, uh, the end of last year, I think it was. Cause I think I think we were doing the PNP Year End Awards. So yeah, I've had Meltzer on the show uh, on Pancakes and Power Slams. And nice guy to me. I've talked to him on the phone more than once, and um, totally nice guy with me. I respect him from a personal level. Totally nice with me. Um, yeah, he put my show over. He said you guys. He actually, he actually said he said you guys are doing great work. Is what he said exactly to me, uh, off air. And um, yeah. so he he gets in the world for me when it comes to a journalist. For someone for someone like Dave Meltzer to tell me, you know, that I'm doing great work, and he's been in the business almost as long as I've been living, you know, and it's like that's that's respect to me as a journalist. Um, so I was, so in that, in that vein, he gets all the respect for me, uh, his sources, his, his accuracy when it comes to predictions, um, not the best. I mean, a lot of fans don't like him, but, um, you know, a lot of them, you know, <laughs> a lot of them comes up, uh, uh, shooting blanks and a lot comes, uh, successful. And it's funny how Dave Meltzer does uh, talk on the uh, <laughs> uh, when he when he talks about his predictions, like, well, it could happen. Well, I heard. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm not quite sure, but it, it could it could be the case. And so uh, I think he's trying to cover his butt now. Uh, you know, which 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 uh, which makes sense. So uh, the rating system. Um, I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, so the second part is: is his star rating overrated, and do wrestlers really care? The many wrestlers that I've talked to who are current and former WWE stars don't give two craps about Meltzer's star system. So, but mm-hmm. uh, the Young Bucks, <laughs> I mean, they, the Young Bucks, uh, they they herald um, Meltzer's system. And they they put Meltzer over so much that they have a move called the Meltzer Driver. So they 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 put him over so much. So you know that's those are my two cents uh, on uh, on Dave Meltzer. Overall, 
good guy for me. Uh, I respect him. Uh, Chris, what is WWE going to do with Lana? Uh, I still think he'll. I think I still think she'll she'll be with Rusev for a while. I don't see a breakup there. So. Zed is asking. Sorry if you addressed this before, but have you watched any MLD recently? Yes, I watched the Battle Riots, and I watched some highlights from some other things following that. Uh, I think that that. Thank you, Wild Boy. He says great insight, brother. Um, so yeah, I, I've seen the Battle Riot. Uh, I've seen that whole. I, I saw that whole episode. I think that whole. MLW episode was great. Uh, speaking of MLW, for those who subscribe to iTunes and listen uh, and download the podcast on Blog Talk Radio, uh, I had Colonel Robert Park on the show before I went live. So uh, he manages uh, Jack Swagger now at MLW. We talked some MLW uh, before we before we went live tonight. So be sure to uh, download on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, download the podcast and you'll check and see. It's about twenty over 20 minute interview with uh, Colonel Robert Parker so it was really cool uh so check that out. Yeah. yeah. Uh GSP, trivia there. What Yeah. Yeah. That's trivia um, there. Name all the members of the stud stable. Ah, there you go. All the members of the stud stable. What are the answers for that? Uh as far as people I can think of now, Anderson um uh Terry Funk, um, who else? Uh, Bunkhouse Buck, his former tag team partner in wrestling, actually. That was uh, Robert Parker, uh, Robert Parker's tag team partner. Um, Ming uh, was the uh, uh-huh. the enforcer. What's that? Yeah, he was he the, enforcer. the enforcer, the heavy. And Austin. Somebody else. Austin Gay was Austin. one more person. Uh, Terry Funk, Arn Anderson, Austin, Bunkhouse Buck, uh, Dick Slater. Dick Slater, yep. There you go. We used to love that, that music, uh, the Bunkhouse Buck, the stable music. Yeah, yeah. Good old, good old thing. Uh, I, heard, I heard that Dick Slater was one of the toughest guys backstage. Now, Ming is number one. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, Ming. Ming Ming's number one. Okay. But, yeah, a dirty, dirty dick. Um, yep. I I I tell you somebody who um I tell you somebody who um I just talked to one of the boys the other day and they said he was legit and that's uh Colonel Craig Craig Pittman. Remember uh, Craig yeah. Pittman, Sergeant Craig Pittman? Yeah, he's Craig. and this is from this is from a higher up from WWE and WCW. Craig Pittman I don't know if you guys catch this. I don't know if it was right before. One of the WCW pay-per-views, you may not know this, but Craig Pittman had to get his feet taped up. He wore boots. He went backstage and said, what happened to your feet? That's because he was doing, he was doing like some kind of bare-knuckle karate, um, doing a bare-knuckle karate tournament in Japan. So everybody knew mm-hmm. Craig Pittman was like a legit, Legit tough guy up there with Ming. I mean, Ming's number one, but if you had the expendables of tough men in wrestling, Craig Tippin would be on that list. Hmm. For some of the most vicious nice. matches. Yeah, just watch him against uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan from Uncensored. Oh, oh yeah. I remember, the, I remember uh, those matches for sure. And he would always matches. say, the core. I'm one for the core. <laughs> Uh, right, so let's, uh, 
There's a couple more here. GSP's asking, who do you think are some of the worst wrestlers of all time? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, what a, what a question, ladies and gentlemen. What a question. Uh, worst wrestlers of all time. <sighs> cough, cough, cough. Eva Marie is the, the last part of that question there. Um, Wait, you forgot. Hmm. Jackie Gator. <laughs> Jackie Gator. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Jackie Gator's up there for sure. Um Yeah, that's a good question. I I, I have to go in the uh the the I have to go in the book for that one. To check I got I have to go and check and see. Uh Fred Altman wasn't bad. I don't think Fred I don't think Uncle Fred was terrible. Um the gimmick was now. If you talk about worst gimmicks of all time, I think the Shockmaster is certainly up there. But Uncle Fred, you know, Uncle Fred's not a terrible wrestler. Um, P and News. P and you know, News. Friend, you know, I, friend, I, we're friends. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Old sorry, dude, uh, what was that? Oh goodness! I I remember I remember the um, uh, I remember the bar. I remember a line from one of his uh, raps. Um, oh, one of his yo baby yo, yo raps is like uh, uh, when this something something's like uh, when the shoulders are down. One two three. Uh, the next the last the last one standing is my posse and me. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. <laughs> Something like that. It was crazy. Uh, we can save that for another episode. Chris, yes, agree. That that takes a lot of so uh, thought into the, the worst uh, wrestlers of all I, time. I got I got uh, one for uh, you real quick, and, and I'll tell you off the air because he's in he's in jail now. Hard work, Bobby oh. Walker. Oh yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Um, as a wrestler, yeah, he wasn't too bad though. I remember watching. I remember watching him on Saturday night. Um, all right, there was uh, a couple more questions here before we go to the next trivia question. Hashtag Ask Chris. Uh, have you ever met Roman, and does he appreciate your love for him? <laughs> um, I met him in passing once. Um. I heard a very interesting story about him the same day, actually, which I'm not going to I'm not going to say, but it was really interesting. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't think that uh, he I don't I don't think I don't think he knows that I'm a I don't I, I know I know people from the WWE who who listens to the Pancakes and Power Slam show, so maybe they'll forward it to him and uh, you know say hey Chris Featherstone's a big fan of Roman Reigns. Now I'm not like one of those. Oh, I gotta meet meet Roman Reigns. You know, it's uh, I'm still a mark for the business. I, I, I'm a I do this for a living, and I love it. And I've met dozens of wrestlers and talked to over a hundred. Um, but and I'm still still a mark. I, I'll 100% admit that I'll never stop being a mark because I I want to get paid to do something that I absolutely love to, to do. So I'll, I'll always be a mark, but I'm not to the point of now that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait to meet Roman Reigns. I'm going to drool. 
The only person that I, I still think that about is Sting, but I've met Sting, and uh, Sting yeah, sure is a, a very, very nice guy. Uh, Humble so, guy. Yeah. We, we, um, met our goats. We, we, we met the goats, so I think if we was able to contain ourselves with him, I think I think we were pretty much good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm set. I'm good to go. I met I met uh, I met Sting, and he, you know, there there's that adage that said never meet your heroes. You know what I mean? Because they'll let you down. But um, I, I met I met the goat. I met the goat as far as I'm concerned, uh, which is Sting, and uh, he met my expectations of uh, being a, a nice guy. So it worked out for me. All right, uh, let's see what else we got. Do I have a favorite? Great questions tonight. Um, do I have a favorite manager currently working in wrestling right now? Um, let's see. Hmm, my, my favorite manager in W in period. My favorite manager period right now. I would have to go with. Um, I'm trying to think of all the managers. So. Ring of Honor. I don't have a favorite there. Um, New Japan. Um, it's not. It's no. not me. Wow, there, there's really there's there's like legit not a lot of managers anymore. Especially uh, in the WWE. It was Ellering when he was with ALPs because Road Warriors was my favorite all-time favorite tag team. I've met Animal too. You know, so funny because I met Sting and I met Animal. Animal's actually been on the show. I've actually interviewed Animal before. Uh, he's the the Road Warriors is my goat favorite tag team. And again, nice guy, very nice guy, very cordial with me. And so, um, you know, both times Sting and Animal, my favorite singles and my favorite tag team, were both very nice guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know as far as the my, my favorite current manager. I think I think I think Zelina Vega's killing it. Um, she's been on the show before yeah. as well. Most to her. Um, yeah, so probably I you know I didn't realize how short she was. Yeah, she's tiny. I was watching her yeah. SmackDown. I said, man, I didn't realize she was that she was that short. Not nothing against anybody that's short. I just I didn't realize it to SmackDown. I've seen her on TV so many times. Like, dang, she's about just about getting to the top rope. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's good. Uh, Chris is saying on Facebook, great topics. Um, thanks, man. Thank you. Very um, much. I'm all coming from like questions. You. Ask questions on Facebook as well, and I'll answer them with the hashtag Ask Chris. Use that hashtag on Facebook, and I'll answer them as well. All these questions are coming from the live YouTube as well. I'm simulcasting. I'm doing a WrestleMania two right now. Facebook and YouTube simulcast. Um, um I met uh, yeah, like you said, you said don't meet your heroes. Like I said, I met Sting multiple times. Um, my fiance. She must sing in the elevator to you from the story. She didn't realize it was Sting because uh, he didn't have his paint. And uh, Sting looked back and was like, so I guess you're not a con- current fan. I guess you're a fan from back in the day. So Sting just 
picked me with my fiance. She actually loved it. He's just a cool guy. Um, I'm at the Rock and Roll Express. Good friends with both of them, Ricky and uh, Robert. And, and Robert does not talk much. Uh, Great. And the Midnight Express, Sam Lane, uh, Bobby Eaton, and Dennis. Uh, I haven't met Dennis in Cornette, and like I said, in Animal. So I met, I met my goats and tag team in singles. Like I said, he was a great people. And literally, yeah. Bobby Eaton does not talk much. He doesn't. Between him and Robert yeah. Gibson, it probably would take a whole year's worth of a conversation to get a paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Peters do not, they, they do not talk much. I've now talked to Bobby one on one, and he's a cool guy. He just this and, and as a red Stanley told me, you know, speaking with that, Evan, why don't you go talk to go talk to Bobby? Man, he'll give you some great stories. I was like, come on, Stan. He said, we all know Bobby doesn't talk. He he just doesn't say yeah. he just doesn't <laughs> say much. Uh, all right, so we got a Zoom. Um... Any truth to the uh, any truth to the AJ Lee rumors? Um, no, there's there's no contact as far as I know. The, uh, does WWE have plans for Layla and Kelly Kelly to return at Evolution? Uh, Kelly Kelly, perhaps, but I haven't heard anything about Layla. Um, Jump tubes asking. Uh, how do you wow. say, hold on real quick? Uh, thing thing is going to WWE in 1994 would have played out. Ask that question next week. <laughs> we got to jump to the flavor of the week. That's a great question. That's probably a flavor of the week question, actually. <laughs> it's thing in 1994. Yeah. Spend some Ooh. time on that. Uh, Eric's asking, do you think Impact Wrestling will be around 10 years from now? Uh, perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, yeah. There's some be a different name. funny. Uh, if he le- uh, We rule Chris, don't leave us for Facebook. I will not leave you for Facebook. Come on. I'm not going to do that. I just tried the simulcast for today, just 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 in case YouTube uh, started acting up. But it looks like it's uh, all set for now. Um, just wanted to simulcast with Facebook, uh, but YouTube uh, is is the way to go. Um, but thank you for all Facebook who are joining us right now as well. You guys are awesome as well. GSP uh, uh, said, uh, "If he leaves, <laughs> if we leaves, we riot with two T's." I love it absolutely. That is the kind of thing I put you Let's ask question, and then we're going to zoom through um, the rest. We want to get about 10 minutes for this tournament that you all pick. All right, uh, Lexi's asking, what do you think the end game will be for the Kevin Owens I quit angle? Um, I think that uh, I don't see him in a top title contention yet. Um I'd say probably um, maybe a face turn. I think maybe a face turn. All right, so uh, Roman Reigns surpasses John Cena in merchandise. Um, for all you Roman Reigns haters, Roman Reigns is the top seller of merchandise, so that's quite interesting. Uh, Taylor Hendrick said she'll never join WWE. Um, she was a Rosebud, and she was a woman of honor. Um, she was on an interview, said never joined WWE. I, you know, what I picked from picked up from that was um, she tried WWE, WWE didn't want her, and now she's saying that she'll never join. So it's just hard for me. She she just signed with an, with an indie company, which is fantastic, but it's hard for me to believe that. 
All right, so real quick, let's get to this tournament. Just, just we'll just do grades for Raw and SmackDown. Grade Raw um, first, uh, yeah. Grade Raw first, and uh, let me let me see your grade. Your grade. Um, Braun Um, you know. Uh, interesting. Uh, Roman Reigns is totally Vince's project, so if they're willing to turn Braun Strowman heel for it and bring the shield back, uh, so be it. Um, uh, Wild Boy says uh, solid B. Lexi says C plus. Mo says B. Um, what grade would you give Raw mm-hmm. Facebook? Um, probably not. C. I say C for Raw altogether. Um, good points, bad points. Yeah. Good points, I mean, bad points. I mean, Strowman turned a heel, like I said, on my seven, I said, remind me of WCW in 2000. I just had flashbacks yeah. when the Giants became, <laughs> joined the NWO when uh, Strowman turned a heel. I don't know. I, yeah. uh, well, it was just a C-minus for me. Yeah. They uh, kept um, promoting, they kept promoting that no. Triple H Undertaker thing. Oh yeah, Owens. Yeah, Owens and, and Rollins is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, SmackDown was SmackDown was the C uh, B minus for me, just because of the King Booker return, which was awesome. That was probably one of the best uh, opening segments uh, I've seen on SmackDown in quite some time. I loved that segment. It was one of my favorite. Uh, it, was, it was my favorite thing on SmackDown, one of my favorite segments in quite some time. I think it was well put, done. Everybody did the spinner Rooney. They tw- just the little subtle things. They 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 turned Biggie, uh, you know, a fifty three year old now. I think he is fifty three, fifty four um, year old spinner Rooney that looks fantastic still. Uh, everybody, so many people say that I resemble King Booker. And I would always go and, and do the do the hand thing, do the do the uh, the Thank pinky, uh, and do my King Booker. <laughs> uh, the, the, the best Toronto, thing, man. Toronto loved King Booker. The pop was amazing. I think it was. I think it was great. So that alone gives it a a, a B minus. Uh, I'm not a fan of the AJ Samoa Joe angle. I think it's. I think it's kind of stupid. It just, yeah. So that's that. All right. Well, so it, let's it, do a uh, yeah. Uh, B B minus for me. Yeah, I would say B B minus for me. King Booker was great. I mean, the women's uh, the the, the, the match. Something was so predictable. We knew Charlotte was going to win, and then Bailey was going to do the sneak shot. I mean, how many times have we seen Nitro in like that at all? Real quick, why does WWE yeah. keep forgetting? It will not act like WrestleMania 17 when Undertaker and Triple H happened. Why? It's something we don't know yeah. about. He wrestled three times at Mania, but he keeps showing us 27 and 28. They even fought at the last King of the Ring in 03. So why do you guys keep acting like yeah. the last time ever? Same thing he said with Rock and Cena at WrestleMania 28 once in a lifetime. But then they fight again yeah. next year. Yep. Uh, GHP said I look like Angelo Dawkins. I can see that. I can see the resemblance there. Older older cousin of Angelo Dawkins. <laughs> All right, here we go. Multiple choice, ladies and gentlemen. This is cool. 
A. China, B. Billy Gunn, C. RVD, D. Jeff Hardy. Which one of these names did Chris Jericho did not beat to become Intercontinental Champion? Here's the trivia. A, B, C, D. Which one of these names did Chris Jericho did not beat to become Intercontinental Champion? Uh, some people saying uh, Billy Gunn. Some people saying Jeff Hardy. Um, all right, here's the here's the correct answer. B, Billy Gunn. Huh, Billy Gunn. He beat Jeff Hardy, actually, to become Intercontinental Champion. Um, all right, here we go. So let's do the play of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Let's jump right into it and get to get this rolling. It is now time for the flavor of the week. Into this, see this tournament here. That is that. See the tournament here, Facebook. That is that. All right, so this is uh, a special two-hour podcast on what? This podcast is, is – the podcast is two hours, uh, two hours long every week. It's just the first uh, part of it is the interview. So. Um, all right, so the first three – so I randomly I, – I wrote all these names down, 19, and I randomly selected the tournament order. So the first match is Texas Tornado – Versus Mr. Perfect versus Roddy Piper. That is the first three. So pick one between them. There's a couple of them had to be a triple threat. Um, so so the first three names. Texas Tornado. Mr. Perfect. Roddy Piper. Which one wins out of that? Which one wins from that? That one up there. All right, we gotta hurry. All three of them are gone. Yeah, all three of them. Are, all three of them are gone, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm starting to see. I think uh, we got. I think Mr. Perfect. Uh, world. Uh, GSP said it never felt like Popper was world title material. Hmm. He was one of the the best heels on the planet. Uh all right, so we'll give that to Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. All right, next is um, Dean Douglas versus Mark Marrow. <laughs> That's fun. Oh, man. Dean Douglas versus Mark Marrow. I'm being prejudiced, Dean Douglas. I'm being prejudiced. Versus Marrow. Uh, <laughs> neither is not uh, an option. All right, so I'm looking. Uh, all right, so Merrill gets that one. Mark, wow, man, Mark Merrill. You believe he was Intercontinental Champion? <laughs> and, and, you know, and U.S. Champion in um, in in uh, um, WCW. That's what I'm trying to say. He was TV champ. Uh, next is. All right, here we go. Owen Hart and TV champ D, absolutely. Uh, Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock. 
Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock. Which one you got? Uh, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Sham. Uh, yeah, reliving their 98 rivalry, D-Mac. Absolutely. I uh, had a Lions Den match. Uh, the zone, remember? We're getting to the zone. I saw a couple Shamrocks. I saw a couple Owens, but um, it looks like it's 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 split. Uh, the next person I see, the next one I see, is it gets it. That's a really good one. It looks like it's split. Um, what we got? What we got Owen, Owen, Owen. Wild boy broke the. Uh, Broke the split there. That was pretty cool, actually. I didn't know that it was going to be that close. All right, next we got Hello, ladies. Val Venus. Hello, ladies. Versus D'Lo Brown. I've had D'Lo on the show before. D'Lo's a pretty, pretty <laughs> awesome guy. We were text messaging about the Chicago's uh, which was pretty cool. He's a big Chicago fan. Um, oh, snap. That's uh, tough, is what Zed says. Uh, oh, Mo was asking me to do the D-Lo shake. <laughs> I used to do that all the time in high school. I used to always do the D-Lo shake. Real quick, uh, for because we're so pressed for time, uh, this is a very, very quick, quick story. Um I used to be such a big D-Lo fan during the Attitude Era that I used to be on top of this, uh, um, on the bleachers. The bleachers used to be pushed in. I'd be on top of the bleachers, and I would—I was an underclassman at the time. I would have seniors uh, grab people and put them on a crash pad, and um, and I would do the um, the frog on people. <laughs> that was very very interesting. All right, D-Lo advances. We got a couple of minutes left. All right, next is Marty Jannetty versus um, Jeff Threat. Marty Jannetty, Jeff Jarrett, Razor Ramon. Marty Jannetty, Jeff Jarrett, Razor Ramon. Scott Hall. All right. We got Red or Reza Hamon getting most of the uh, votes. We'll go with Reza Hamon. Hello, you're the bad guy. Hello, bad guy. All right. Next is the Mountie versus the British Bulldog. The Mountie versus British Bulldog. One. Which one? Which one? Which one? Mountie versus the Bulldogs. All right, I'm seeing Bulldogs. We got Bulldogs. Oh, oh China versus the Godfather. China versus the Godfather. China versus the Godfather. Uh, we got uh, like three minutes, everybody. China versus the Godfather. We're saying China with the low blow. <laughs> All right, China. China defeats the Godfather, ladies and gentlemen. 
All right, last one for the first round. We might have to continue this for next week. Gold Dust versus Ahmed Johnson versus the Road Dog. Oh, man. Uh, Gold Dust versus Ahmed Johnson versus the Road Dog. What a match, ladies and gentlemen. Gold Dust versus Ahmed Johnson versus the Road Dog. Gold Dust, Ahmed Johnson, Gold Dust, and Road Dog. I'm showing Facebook. Um, Dust, 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 Dust. Click next up the uh, top billing. Cody. Gold Dust is trying up for the second round. That's just what we got. We'll we'll finish the rest next week. Uh, next round, we got Razor versus Bulldog. China versus Gold Dust. Perfect versus Miro and D'Lo versus Owen. That's the next round. We'll continue that next week. I'm show sure Facebook as well. All right. Next week, we'll do that uh, week for the Intercontinental Championship for the 90s, uh, round two. Um, and we'll finish it up uh, for the rest. And that, that was uh, very awesome. Very, very awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, yes, uh, it's been a success. Awesome, awesome time, YouTube. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I, I'm telling you, as I say all the time, Pancakes and Power Slam Show has the best fans in the world. Without, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, absolutely fantastic. You guys are all awesome. Um, all right. Be sure to um, tweet, 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 Facebook, tweet, social media, spread the Pancakes and Power Sam show on social media, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and uh, give us some love. To, uh, you know, wrestlers, let people know about, you know, let wrestlers, let other people know about the word. Uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close off uh, episode 335. On behalf of Evan Tech Proud with Internet Radio, I am Chris Featherstone for the Pancakes and Power Stem Show. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, where we can wrestling and always remember, I do it for you. God bless you all. Have a good night. Good night, guys. Love y'all. Good night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.